Yo, what's up and welcome to the Calisthenics Show. Today is gonna be a very special episode and it's with Dennis Piccolo, the founder of Stenix, the professional calisthenic coach. And today we're gonna talk about the subject that we, or I, have always wanted to talk about and that is the fitness influencer or calisthenic influencers that have a lot of followers and are teaching you and all the people that are watching online without really maybe knowing what they are doing. They might be gifted, they might do crazy stuff, but can they teach you? So welcome to the Calisthenic Show, Dennis. Hello, thank you for having me here. We have been talking about this for, I think, over one, two months. And I'm excited that we are here now. And it's a subject that you and me, or I heard that you always wanted to talk about this as well. Absolutely. Today, I don't know how to express this, but I think this is what people really need to hear. I think so too. It's time. The hard truth. First, let, let us start with who you are, because I, I don't think many know who you are, because you, mm -hmm. you're not pushing so much on social media, but you yeah. are, for me, professional calisthenic coach and for many that you have been teaching and coaching. Let the viewers and listeners uh, like know who you are, you, what are you doing? So let's start off. Uh, I'm not big into great introductions, but uh, I think today is, it is needed since we will uh, talk some truth and I don't want to be the guy who just comes here and starts hating around. So, well, my name is uh, Dennis Piccolo. I'm 29 years old. I live in Vienna, Austria. I have a master's degree in pharmaceutical studies and I am a full-time coach. I've been doing calisthenics for almost 10 years now. I have been teaching calisthenics for around four and I have founded Stenix, which is probably one of the biggest uh, coaching companies, as you want to call it, in, uh, in Europe. Uh, two years ago with the co-founder, Leo, had my fair share of experiences over the years. Uh, first of all, as an athlete, I competed in a few competitions uh, here in Austria. Uh, won some things. I judged a few big competitions like the World of Bar Heroes at the FIBO twice here in Vienna too. And I've been teaching uh, calisthenics athletes how to reach like their goals for the last few years. And uh, those athletes have been in part uh, amateurs who just wanted to learn their first skills. Uh, many intermediates which have been training for four to five years but without great results. And even elite athletes like Manuel Caruso or Alessandro Conti that you might know or have heard of, or Lucian Stanut, which is uh, big in the street lifting scene. All kinds of athletes from the most talented ones to the least talented ones. The reason I'm here today is to shed some light on some things that I think on social media aren't very clear. Uh, where you see these big names pop up that sell you cookie cutter programs that tell you how to learn something and how learning certain skills and how teaching certain skills really is and what qualities you need to do that. So, so now you know that Dennis is legit. For those who have been watching my channel know that I've been commenting uh, about uh, the competition and especially uh, Caruso that uh, he's crazy. So, yeah. uh, but, but, but a question, question. Do you have many followers? I don't. Uh, no, like, then, then, then we can't listen to you. We can't listen. Uh, yeah, I, I, I'm not important. Yeah, no, I, I have like, what, 3,000 on my personal page where I mostly post uh, my coffees, which I make every morning, and my latte art, uh, and some and some clients that tag me in stories. And you no, know, Stenix, uh, the channel Stenix is growing though, both on YouTube and on Instagram, has about like 4,000 and something followers. We never follow anyone else. We don't comment. We don't like. We just uh, get followers if they're really interested into what we post, uh, which are mostly informative stuff and uh, clients results with uh, very like with texts explaining how we worked and why we did things a certain way to for the client to reach those goals so we're not let's say the aggressive uh, publicity type that pro promises you to reach your full plunge in just uh, 30 days I guess but now we are at this point that we know you and the, the, the people listening to this podcast also knows you so 
Now you know what, what you can expect from this guy. This guy is legit. That's why I do this podcast and this episode with Dennis. So I, I just want to jump into the subject that we're going to talk about. Let's, let's just start. So the first question is, why are we talking about this? Yeah, that's a, a hard, difficult first question. No, so um, if you look at social media, uh, generally the people that get big, that get a lot of followers, that get a lot of attention are people who reach incredible goals, which are not possible to reach for everyone in usually a quite short amount of time. It doesn't have to be like, I will talk about absolutism in this podcast to make examples. Of course, the truth is always in a gray zone in between. Um, so don't, don't misunderstand me if I say something like, is this way? I know it's not always 100% on this side or 100% on this side. And the truth lays somewhere in between, but we'll talk about extremes today. So there are people that are super talented. They learn stuff extremely quickly, get good extremely quickly in moves, especially static moves, let's say, that for most people take many years to achieve. And the reason for these uh, for this can be a lot. Uh, first of all, it can be anthropometrics, how big someone is, how uh, little someone is, how light someone is, etc., etc., how long their limbs are, and just Generally, many genetic factors. Has this person done sport all his life? Isn't this his first sport he has ever done, et cetera, et cetera. And most of these people reach these skills just by trying. Um, that is the thing. They go there, they try something, and it just works. And they get bigger without really following any uh, scientific principle of sport, they overload, they just put on more weight, they just go from one session to the next, they can put on weight while their friends, they stay behind, and he can just, he just gets stronger extremely, extremely quick. And people see that they find it fascinating that he learns his skills so quickly that he gets better so quickly. And well, they want to know how he did it. They want to know like, yo, dude, how did you learn the planche in one year? Like, what's your secret? And we all know that. And guy. we all know that guy who learns yeah. everything so super fast. And then, and then you want to do it too. And and you you must be thinking, yo, I'm doing something wrong because he does it right and I can't. So what am I doing wrong? And then this person uh, has many followers, recognizes his potential. Okay, I can just make workshops. I can just sell them my plan, the plan of XY to learn the planche in one year because I did it this way and just sell it on a big scale and people will buy it because, hey, he did it. I can do it too. The truth is... What, what is wrong with that? I mean, honestly, he can do that. The, the thing that's wrong with it, that the people you see on social media, the people who manage to do this, they're a little part. They're like the top 5%. What you don't see is the 95% who doesn't manage. And you probably, who are searching for a program like this, are part of those 95%. As hard as it is to hear, uh, we, we all can't reach certain skills and we all can't uh, learn it, especially in such a fast time. Uh, to, to bring an example, just Manuel Caruso, the first time he tried a front lever, he did a one leg advanced like front lever and he hold it over 10 seconds. In two weeks, he had a full front lever, you know? And like, as a coach, it's not a big result making someone like that get better because he would get better no matter what he did until he trained. And that is the truth. Um, so that's nothing special to have coached someone like that because honestly, it's very boring. You just give something, he does it. That's it. Goodbye, good night doesn't matter. You might, he might get it there quicker, but it's not the big difference. And if someone like that sells you the program and tells you how he can, how he reached it, it won't work for you because he reached it by just going there and trying. There's so many people, like when I did my episode of like the road to planche, they're like, I see these comments, just try, do attempts, just try, do attempts, just try. Like, I'm like, dude, don't you get it? Don't you think I've tried that? I've tried a lot of things 
and uh, the thing that is working patient and uh, progressive overload and it will take freaking time for me I recognize when they say like do attempts only attempts it's like dude or girl whatever like what are you talking about do you say that to a beginner as well just do attempts absolutely not the the thing is many people think that calisthenics is this special snowflake of a sport where the the real principle of trainings don't apply of training like train and training science the basic of the basics that you have in every other sport and they do like it's a sport like every other sport and doing attempts bench pressing every time just the max weight you can bench you wouldn't think that's a smart idea would you Yes, no, maybe for someone it could work. He could get better. He could bench 200 kg in two years by just attempting. Well, he has a natural talent for that. And this is probably still not the best way to get there because the risk reward ratio of him hurting himself this way is way higher than he would work with sub maximal loads of 70 to 80% and doing his one RM once every half year. And the same principles apply to calisthenics. Many of these skills, and we don't have to forget that, come from gymnastics. And people in gymnastics, they work for 14, 15, 16 years, conditioning their body to hold these, these um, movements like the planche. And achieving the planche in one year, if you, like, the muscle can take it, but your tendons, they don't like that. It isn't even that great of an, and big of an achievement because most people will pay the price later on. And you see that all the time on social media. So learning no, things no, so wait, quickly wait, wait. isn't cool either. Sorry yeah. for interrupting, but you don't see no. that. You know why? All these big names or all these people that get injured after doing this, they don't share it. Like they are quiet. I know quite a few people that are mm -hmm. big, like I will not mention, but big names that have got injuries and they have not mentioned it once in their mm -hmm. social media. Hey, you know what? I have a shoulder injury because I did too much planche or uh, I have wrist, elbow, whatever. I'm like, why haven't yeah. you mentioned that? It's like, uh, no, because it's discouraging for people. I'm like, but that's the truth. Like, why are yeah. you hiding it? And I mean, injuries happen. It's an extreme sport. It happens no matter how good your training plan is and how well you train and how well rested you are. But still, there, there are things like many people. Conti, for example, he ripped his bicep. Uh, Caruso uh, had a few operations on his shoulder. And this was before we coached him or anything. Or Conti, after we stopped coaching him, he exaggerated and this happens and it took him two years to recover now. Like things happen, okay, but too fast, too quick isn't good. Just a general idea. It's people need to learn to enjoy the process more than just achieving the goal in the shortest amount of time. And people promising you to achieve a certain goal in a short amount of time. I know it sounds flashy. I know it sounds fancy. I know it gets you followers, but wouldn't you rather? learn the truth and enjoy the way there instead of thinking or believing into fake things and keep being discouraged and discouraged and thinking something's wrong with you and not with the way it's said or taught to you on uh, social media. That was a really like, good point. I, lo I love what you said there. Like, don't you want to know this? You know what I'm comparing this to when talented athletes or people selling programs and promising the world it's like the get rich scheme like mm -hmm. it's the same but yeah. with calisthenics or fitness they try to sell yeah. a dream like learn this in 30 days like how can you even say that when everybody's different like okay if yeah. you if you're this way this way then you have a chance maybe to get this in 60 days whatever but it's not like that i like what you said there do you, don't you know want to know the truth because i would i would want to know the truth from the beginning when i started because it has got me so discouraged in times when i've worked mm -hmm. out i still worked out but i was so depressed while working out when i'm depressed and working out i will not get gains because i don't enjoy it my body's like yeah. hey i don't want i don't want this so I'm yeah. doing it for nothing. So I, I really like that. I hope that people listening to this also 
gets it. Yeah, the, the thing is, I'm not trying to discourage you. I'm not telling you you will never do it except so many people have incredible potential. But not reaching into a certain amount of time doesn't mean that you don't have it. I can take myself in this example. For example, I am very gifted in pulling uh, compared to many to the average. Uh, I pulled 115% of my body weight uh, in a pull-up. I, when I learned the, 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 the one-arm pull-up, I just learned it by trying. And after a short period of time, I could do, I think, eight to 10 per arm, very clean, good one-arm pull-ups, which is extremely rare. And I ran around and I, I thought it's normal. I found it's normal to learn it in a short amount of time. And it's an easy skill. And for the planche, for example, it took me a lot, a lot, a lot of time. Uh, I made many mistakes. I trained badly. I just did attempts. I had uh, wrong uh, form, et cetera, et cetera. And only the moment I got a coach, which was Leo back in the day, I improved quite quickly anyway. And just in, I had a good basic strength. I was training for already four years or something like that. And in three months, I achieved a very good and clean full planche because I had the right feedbacks and technique feedbacks. I had already good muscle and potential, and I trained in a structured way for the first time in my life. These are the big differences. And in planche, I tried everything before I reached a certain point. Of course, I see it as a critic. I'm a critical thinker. I worked in research too. I like to analyze what I do. And I found out my mistakes. And therefore, I know how to teach a certain skill very well because I, I was so bad at it. While for the one-arm pull-up, I really had to learn how to teach it. Because for me, it was just you go and you pull and that's it. And that's for most people that are talented. If you don't have the experience teaching those things on people, on different people of different levels, to get the same replicable result, you don't know how to get there. And that is the truth. You, you can even have studied some of these things, but certain, uh, certain things, certain like um, things you see when people do them, you can only learn through experience. And most of these influencers, they just sell programs for a short amount of time or they, they follow someone for a short amount of time. And we, for example, aesthetics don't do anything under six months. Like six months is the minimum amount of time. And you would think, dude, six months is such a long time. Well, if learning a planche takes an average of probably three years for most people, two to three years, six months isn't a long amount of time. You, you fix the technique the first months, you build up the volume, you, you go run a few intensity cycles afterwards, you see in what rep ranges people work well. Like there are so many little factors that you have to, to learn and see that in 30 days, you can't teach anyone anything. Yeah, someone will get better form. Of course, he will get the right feedbacks. He will understand how activations work. But, uh, but to really follow someone, to really understand an athlete and what works for him or her and what not takes a long time. And what you said with like, you can't teach somebody in 30 days, only if that guy or girl is talented at, or is a professional and you're like fixing his form, fixing this, try this. But yeah. most of the people listening and most of the people training are not like them. Let's, yeah. let's just face it. You are not like them. Like that, yeah. That's the truth. Or you would have had all the skills that they have. And most of the people in the world would have planche, front, Maltese, whatever. But it is not like that. Only people that are really showing it is those few who has it. Many people are not showing, hey, you know what? I can do a tuck planche. It's like, nah, like you don't show that. <laughs> yeah, which is sad. Because for that person, like I have people in the coaching who have fought for months and months to achieve that goal. They work harder than my most talented athlete who isn't, he, who has talent, but genetics isn't only how good you're in sport. Genetics is mindset. It's everything. His mindset isn't the same. Like when he, he, he skips some trainings, he's not always on point with sleep. He's not always on point with nutrition, but he just gets better because he has the potential to do so. Well, I have another client, client B, who's 
not talented in sport, not talented in learning movement, hasn't done a lot of sport in his life, hasn't spent his childhood on claim, climbing on trees like I did, but uh, always was sitting somewhere, maybe was a bit of an overweight kid and comes and works extremely hard. Sleep is on point, nutrition is on point and works extremely hard. And it takes him maybe five months to learn a tuck planche. But I see that as the biggest achievement. I see Dude, like you worked so incredibly hard to get there. It's beautiful how you put the work in there to get there. And you won't get the recognition from outside in the calisthenics world. Of course, people that don't live in this bubble, they will see it as a great thing anyway, because it is a great thing. Uh, but I'm talking in the bubble. And you will see this person getting there. And it's just beautiful. And I know how hard he worked for it. And of course, you won't get the recognition from my side. He did everything to get there. But he actually worked harder than the talented dude who just pulls 90 kg because, hey, dude, like he can do it. <laughs> this is something that not many can, they, they can't see the difference. And that is like talent versus coaching. Sometimes mm -hmm. what I see, the coach doesn't need to be to know everything. He doesn't need to have all the skills. He can be mm -hmm. educated, like know how the body works, the progressive overload, how, how to help mentally as a coach. That is a huge mm -hmm. part of the coaching as well. Like, mm -hmm. but what, how do you see, like, because I don't know if many know the difference that are in the calisthenic community. In fitness, maybe it's, it's broader. It's like, because calisthenics is pre pretty new. So, how would you describe talent versus coach? I think a coach needs, first of all, to have a theoretic, theoretical basis, which many in the calisthenics world sadly don't have. Many coaches out there have never really opened a book where they learned the scientific principles of strength training. And that is the truth because they just trained they maybe know what hypertrophy is. They know what endurance is, what strength is. Maybe they heard the word periodization and that you have to uh, do a, maybe some months of higher volume, or they maybe think that the basics are good for some reason or another. Um, all things you heard online over the years uh, when knowledge wasn't big in here. And I think that at least the basics of understanding how strength training works and there you find a lot of literature out there. Uh, you can read a lot of books. Most of them te will teach you the same things. And then you can go and read into research uh, to get newer insights on that, where you learn about how to structure a training and you can take powerlifting, for example, uh, a mix between powerlifting, weightlifting and hypertrophy training to bring those concepts together and understand how they apply to calisthenics, uh, which is work that takes a long time, takes a lot of trying, and takes a lot of knowledge in different uh, uh, sides. Sorry, yeah. but when you started, did, did you research first when you did all the mistakes or? I didn't. Uh, I just trained and I was myself convinced that trying was the way to go. Like everything that was important for me was to go and have fun and just get better. And only when I started getting injured and couldn't train anymore, when I started stalling and couldn't get better anymore, um, I and through my studies where I do have, uh, or I had quite some um, things about nutrition, anatomy and physiology, which always in interested me, especially the physiology part and sport physiology then just became a personal interest of mine. Um, I started studying them on myself and through, of course, my coach, which already had learned uh, quite a few things for the same reason as I did. Like the, the story is very similar for many people that, that come to this point. They reach a point where they notice that people can get better and they can't and instead of buying a 30-day program they decide hey i'm gonna research this and see where the truth lie uh, lays and and only then i started uh researching this but for years i did bullshit like i just trained and i got you didn't coach anyone before that no zero and that, this not. is like this is so important i'm i'm so happy to hear that like so many are starting like I hear that and I get messages like, hey, dude, 
I've been doing calisthenic for one year. I'm, I've started coaching calisthenics. I'm like, how, 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 how do, how do you do that? You have one yeah. year of experience, so you are only one year ahead of anybody else. First of all, like, and then you're gonna teach him or her. What are you gonna do if this happens or this happens, or the the person yeah. doesn't progress because they you don't know why, like. And I'm so happy to hear it because I know many are in that position that you were years ago. And instead of taking, okay, wait, 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 I need to research what, what is happening. What can, how can I improve for real? Because I don't really have the knowledge. They're like, hey, you know what? I just keep continuing what I'm doing and I will teach this to others. I started studying myself and I started trying out on myself, but that didn't feel like enough. And the, the next step for me was getting a coach myself. Getting coached is, I think, a very crucial part about becoming a coach because you learn how the other side is and you can learn, like I learned a lot for coaching. And then more than a coach, Leo became a friend of mine and we started creating concepts and trying them on each other. The concepts are there, but to apply them is a whole other story. And that is with the trying and the practice and the many fails and you do things for months that don't work. And then you can say, okay, this doesn't work for me. It might work for someone else. That's why I'll keep it in the back of my mind because it is something that works in other sports. Maybe we just have to apply it in another way, et cetera, et cetera. Tried out a lot of ourselves. And only then I started coaching a few uh, people around me. Like I gave workshops around Europe uh, together with Achim uh, Gulles, who I coached too for a while. He's, I think, pretty well known too. And we gave workshops in Germany and in Austria and at Efibo. But workshops are easy. Like on workshops, you show the first few moves. There's no real knowledge behind them. Their experience is enough there to, to at least show a few things if the experience is the right one. And the information are right, of course, because uh, you can teach bullshit there too. Uh, like the, 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 the ways to teach bullshit are limitless. And giving workshop though is something different than coaching. And then I started coaching a few friends of mine, seeing if what I learned and worked on myself worked on them too. And I did that for two years at low prices. Then I started asking money for it. In the beginning, it was free. And then I started asking money for it with low prices because I wanted to work with a big amount, a lot of people to understand how the differences are. Around now, I think we have, we coach around 50 clients at the same time. And we have combined coached over 150 people, which is a lot of different people. Like you see, you see everything. You see, it's where you see everything. And then you stop asking yourself certain questions and you ask yourself other questions. The point is a talented guy can become a good coach, but he needs to have experience coaching. And of course you need to uh, make that experience, but I would make that experience privately uh, for moral reasons before I do it publicly, because I will see what worked for me works for other people too. If it does, I can go public with it and I can ask for money for it and sell it to people because I know that it's going to work. Um, and having, being talented, having learned the movements is a big part, of course. I have a hard time explaining the feeling someone needs to feel when he does a Victorian on the rings because I never achieved that. I know how a Victorian on P-bars feels like, and I know how to describe certain sensations and certain clues and of course, having experience done these movements is very important because you can, you can internalize kind of what the athlete needs to feel and you can give very good clues and feedbacks that way, which make it snap faster for the athlete and understand the activations faster, which can take five months for someone and just two weeks for someone else, depending on how talented it is and the clues you're giving him. That's, that's why talent is important too, because you might be very good in explaining feelings, which helps many people, but doesn't help anyone. And you need different ways to explain things to different people too. Uh, that is one quality that you can only evolve as a coach when working with a lot of 
different people. There's nothing like that one fits all. Uh, mm -hmm. It's one fits some, like uh, yeah. some people. Yeah, that 30, 60, 90 day program will work for some. Absolutely. Like, but not for all, not the majority of people. The majority, I think, that buys programs and like the promises. The, the, this is a difference for me. Like when they promises things, when you see on their website, hey, you know what? 60 days, 90, you will learn the plans or you will learn. Like if you just skip that and are to like, hey, you, you get better or you can uh, get closer to the plans, you get build this strength or whatever. It might or not might not, it depends on you. Like. They are not that specific when they say they like, you know, 90 days and you got it. Some people might think, okay, this dude, uh, myself, like is just trying to defend himself when people don't reach the goals. But the truth is that with experience, I learned that promising certain things just doesn't make any sense. And I tell people, look, hey, you will have to learn to trust the process. You will have to learn that I know how to get you there most probably I must see still because if you want to hear it or not, not everyone can learn the planche. Not everyone can learn the front lever. Not everyone can learn the one-on pull-up. I know it sounds awful or you might be able to, but it would take you 10 to 12 years of consistent training and you will find other talents and other things you have fun and you like learning and we can focus on those. But I've had clients where I told them, look, we can, we can keep grinding the planche, but for you to have progress, it will take a long time because I can program it well. I can give you the clues, but I'm no magician. Or we can plan B, look, you're extremely strong in training legs. You're the perfect street lifting athlete. You have an absolute talent for that. You put on 50 kg on the squat in no time. You squat 200 kg in no time. And you enjoy that kind of training because we generally enjoy what we are good at at the end of the day. And we can focus on that. And then when I have client A who said, okay, yeah, let's do street lifting. And I have client B, dude, I really want to learn that. And I'll keep going until I have it. I said, okay, man, let's do it. And of course, it needs, it needs a certain maturity to be ready to do that, of course. Like, it's not easy to admit to yourself. So I want to talk, like the thing I, I'm get really annoyed by is like i said in the in the beginning is these cookie cutter programs that promises the world some that i know they are big on social media and are growing super fast you know from zero to hundred thousand two hundred thousand on youtube on ig and so on like they start to sell programs and i'm like okay you want to make a living i understand that how long have you been doing calisthenics or training oh yeah two years i'm thinking i'm like two years what do you think about are, are all cookie cutter programs bad or what are your thoughts about them absolutely don't think so the first idea um we had and the first concept we evolved in the beginning where we started creating certain algorithm that works that work uh somehow to learn skills was by trying to build an app um uh, Leo is an informatical engineer and uh, is finishing his master in biomedical engineering, I think, and has the knowledge to do these things. And our first idea where we started writing down things were certain algorithms to learn certain skills. Like it can work. Um, you base it, you base things on the scientific pr principle of strength training and it can work. The problem is that you can't give people the right feedback. Meaning 10 seconds of a tuck planche are not equal to other 10 seconds of a tuck planche. And it uh, depends a lot on how you activate yourself because those 10 seconds of tuck planche of someone have, have uses to, that uses the right muscles the right way and strengthens them over time is ready to go on and do an advanced tuck planche while person B who maybe can hold 20 seconds is not using the right muscles. And the moment he needs to switch to the next propedeutic, he's gonna, um, he's, he's not gonna manage. And that is the big point where we said, we need to make it personalized. We make it, we need to make it more individual. And cookie cutter programs, especially for beginners. I'm talking a beginner 
doesn't need to learn skills in the beginning. A beginner can learn certain movements and activations, but I wouldn't learn skills in the beginning. I first need a basis of certain muscle, uh, understanding movements to be able to then do these more complex things and to build that first amount of strength to, to build up the basics for the first one or two years. And I'm talking one or two years to just build a base to learn certain movements. So you understand timeframes I'm talking about. These can work as cookie cutter programs. You, uh, as a beginner, progress is linear. You can put on muscle, weight, big amounts of them until 10, almost 10 kg in a year if you're very talented without uh, thinking a lot by just following certain linear progressions until you constantly overload, you rest enough and you try to get better week by week and you, it works. After the first two, year, two years, then it gets interesting. Because uh, then if somebody is very talented and trained like completely randomly for the first two years, a program like that can really work for him and super well if it bases on the scientific principles of strength training. That is super important. Many programs you find out there, they're complete, utter bullshit. I've seen some, it's so much useless trash volume exercises where you could be way more specific and do it way better, but this would be an infinite rant where I could go on infinitely. If it respects the, the, the standard rules of strength training, you can do a lot. And the work, the way we work with many people that come, you need to learn to get to know an athlete. And to get to know an athlete, you need a pretty standardized program. Because if you do something completely different for everyone, you won't understand what works and what doesn't. You need a baseline. You need a standard. That's like, you won't get the fanciest, most individual bullshit from the first day. No, that will happen over the months when you see what works and what doesn't work. Um, and that takes time. So let's say the, the first program you get uh, is individualized on you and your goals, which is super difficult to do in um, calisthenics too, because there are so many different goals um, and so many different things you can and want to learn and you want to combine them. This is what makes calisthenics so interesting compared to powerlifting where you have three lifts and that's it because there you just, there you can use pre-printed things. You can try different pre-printed things and you will find something that works for you. You still need a good coach to have technical feedback that can never, uh, and that is the biggest point. That is what will be missing. Your technical feedbacks, your little improvements, your little changes over weeks, little details. In the beginning, it's big things. And over the weeks, they get always more little. And certain things you will just see after a certain load. And then you can go back, work on this detail, and go back at it again and correct the mistakes. And this is where cookie cutter programs are missing. So first of all, it needs to be good. It needs to be uh, intelligent and it needs to make sense and it will work in the beginning. And I'll tell people if they just started out with calisthenics and they're in the call with me, I'll tell them, dude, train for one more year and then come to me because some people want, like, I want a coach right away. I want to do everything right away. And I say, okay, we can do that. But for most people, I would advise do one year, do two years and then come back to me because you need to uh, have learned and tried a few things and gathered some experience and understood how long it takes to reach certain skills. And online coaching, let's say, doesn't work the best for beginners that don't understand some movements of the body. Uh, and that can be a difficulty where maybe it's even nice that if someone's a complete beginner, that somebody is there to advise you, touch you, show you uh, how to activate certain things. And that can save you a lot of months where you try them without really understanding them. So you have to have a certain knowledge of your body. Basically what I am thinking, if you're a beginner, just starting out, start to work out. That's the first thing. Start to work out, do the things, do mm -hmm. your, try to learn a pull up, the dips, the push up, you know, things that are not really that complicated that you, you can mostly find it on like, if you Google it, like, okay, how do I yeah. do a pull up easily? Like yeah. there's not much, you can do 
like in a pull-up changes most of the people are doing it the same if you're not like pulling like this or something uh, but that's exactly what I'm thinking when it comes to the cut, cookie cutter program in the beginning if it's like hey you know what you want to build better mobility you want to get general things like you want to get a bit stronger in pull okay here is a simple program for that maybe or full body strength for beginners but yeah exactly when you come to advanced it's it's such a difference that's why where i did a 30 days training like stipke okay i trained like him but it would be impossible to do exactly his weights what he's mm -hmm. doing yeah. so we needed to do a strength test in the beginning to see where i am and then adapt exactly. to that uh, exactly and yeah. then i was also i also sent him the videos like hey this is my form he's like okay you know what think more of this this is how i, I want it to be this mm -hmm. is better mm -hmm. uh, or this is yeah. my way whatever uh, and i think that's the difference when you come to like me when you get more you have trained for a while you don't get those beginner gains anymore uh, they have stopped a long time ago uh, yeah <laughs> you you know you know what i mean uh, Dude, uh, it takes me one year to put 2.5 kg on, on my pull-up. Like, it sucks. But that's life after 10 years of training. A follow-up question on that is, how do you spot who is a ser like serious coach or who is just a talent? You know, so a, a coach can have many followers also. Like, yeah. we, let's not forget that. Even you can be a really good coach and have a lot of followers. Not... It's not like, oh, you have a lot of followers, you are not a good coach. It's, it's, it's not like that. It's not what we mean. But how do you spot a good coach? What, is, like, what should people look for? People should look for one single thing, which is replicable results. They should look for people that are just like them or they feel like they're just like them. They have a similar starting point. They have a similar experience. They got into the coaching when you were maybe thinking about getting into the coaching. And now, six months later, they're here and you're still here. And when you have many of these results and you see completely different people from different height, different ways, um, different social status, uh, state, everything, that all manage to get certain results that you want to reach and that the people that actually have talent are described that's something i like to do like when i post something about a very talented client of mine i don't tell them yo i did some magic and this dude now can pull 85 kg no like luchan is a very talented athlete he always was and now he's working with structure and we had a proper peaking and that's why he managed to pull 90 kg uh which is impressive you you find yourself into in the results and that's everything that counts. Honestly, the, the person doesn't need to bring out infor, uh, informative content. That's something I personally enjoy doing. I like teaching. It's one of the things I always love doing. Um, that's why we like to bring out information, uh, free information and a lot of it. But that, that is not a selling point. Uh, if somebody trains very uh, only elite athletes that are super talented, can be good. If he specialized on them and elite athletes get better, then he absolutely knows how to train people because training is always pretty similar. Like you have more variables you have to think about when somebody's an elite athlete and when somebody's a beginner. Um, but training is training. Uh, the principles are the same. And yeah, I think that's that's the only thing they need to look out for. And it's nice, like I think it's nice if you notice that the person knows what they're talking about, that they really took their time uh, researching it, that they themselves did reach a few things because uh, that is important too, just, uh, just for the feedbacks. It's not a must, but it is nice. Uh, I have clients that can Maltese and I maximum did a straddle Maltese and that was it. Uh, but I have clients who can hold infinite times of Maltese and I still got them there, even though I never got to that point. Once you learn how to teach most skills, um, the, it's always kind of the same, the principle. So I think that's the thing that people need to look out for. They need to look out for people that follow people for a long time. And even after the long time, they manage to get results out of them and not 
they have 10,000 different people they, they, they coach and maybe everyone drops out after 30 days, but some of them get results in these 30 days and they get put on the front page. That's not someone you should look out for. If somebody just posts, yeah, this dude got results, this got, got results, this dude just got results in 30 days, random names, and you don't see people who keep popping up in the feed and you see week by week, month by month, how they get better and how they stick with you, which is super important too. Like most clients we have, we have been coaching for two to three years, which is a very long time. Like they always renew because they like it. They enjoy it. Of course, people drop out. Like everyone changes goals at different things or uh, maybe expected someone, something else too. Of course it happens. It's, it's part of it. Um, but most people really stick to it, which is a beautiful thing. And that is probably the best selling point you can have. And I think that's what you need to look for when you search for a coach. I just want to say, to be clear, because I know some will, some will listen to the end, some will listen to this part, is, okay, if they have a big following, doesn't mean they have big knowledge and they can do, like, teach you. But also, if they have a following, it doesn't mean they can't. Like, it's both ways. Yeah. It's, it's never black and white. Absolutely. Uh, Absolutely. In, and in training as well, it's never black and white. It's never like this is the, the only thing that works and nothing else. Uh, it's no yes and no. It's it's like you said. It, it's in the gray area. You like some it will work on the, this way and some it will not. It depends on yeah. the height, the weight, the genetics, the whatever. It 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 depends. It's like the word where every coach or every person that starts coaching and studying certain stuff uh, comes in a phase where he notices that everything depends and everything is depends and all the responses and the q and a's are it depends it is true that it depends and in sometimes it really depends but most of the time if you know what you're talking about you can give a certain range so look out for that too sometimes it really is completely individual and you get many questions where where that is the only right answer but if you want to be more helpful you can give a certain range that that usually works it doesn't need to be but it works like there are ranges so uh, if you hear somebody say depends all the time you know okay this is a good good coach <laughs> Yeah, it, it depends. It's already a good starting point. Then, then you need to look a bit further into it. And hopefully, I hope this episode will help some of those who are confused because that's uh, really important for me that some will not be... Okay, it's more confusing now after listening to this. For, that's, that's, that's what I wanted to say. Like after this episode, people are going to be completely lost. Yeah. So I don't know what to believe anymore. But they will yeah. have, like you will have the truth. That's, that's the most important. You, have, you will have the truth. Look at the facts also. Don't believe everything directly. You don't need to. Uh, in this world, when it comes out, when it's so much media, you you can hear so much people. Just because they are screaming it out loud, it doesn't mean it's true. Now that we have talked about this, can you give me like three names or three channels or whatever who you could listen to that are good, like good sources? Well, obviously, the statics. YouTube channel uh, and Instagram. Now, yeah, you can give it a look. We do try to bring out good content uh, on there. Um, if you like the way I talk, it's a You have a podcast as well, right? I have a podcast as well. Actually, I have two. Uh, the first one was the Strength and Skills podcast, which was mostly in German though, uh, and was the biggest calisthenics podcast uh, for a few years. And now I have the Stenics podcast, we are not super regular in, in posting there just because I focus uh, mostly on the clients. And when I have extra time, uh, we put it into social media. Uh, on Instagram, we post some informative content always and client results. Uh, you only, you 99% see the clients and you 1% see me, Leo or David, the coaches. And on YouTube though, we try to bring out um, uh, very informative videos, first of all, to how to learn the right form for things. And secondly, we have uh, a few things planned as well as case studies where you can really see uh, progress of a person over a few years. Um, other good coaches are um, in Italy. I mostly know Italian coaches because 
Italy was one of the first uh, places where they started applying uh, principle, um, principles of strength training into uh, calisthenics. And that's why you see so many good Italian athletes. Almost all of them get coached. In Italy, so many people get coached. It's crazy there. It's, uh, it was big already seven years ago, and now everyone gets coached by everyone. It's absolutely bonkers. And there's a good coach called Simone Chiozzi, which is well known there. Uh, Matteo Palmiero is a very good coach too. Uh, some methods they all use are maybe older, but uh, they work. In the street lifting scene, Nick Tibusek uh, is very good too. He has an aggressive kind of marketing more than we do, uh, but he has uh, brought a lot of results and brought a lot of people to competitions and had did a, did a good job, as well as I think Michael Schulz, for the most part, uh, puts out some good content too. Um, some is biased. Uh, I think sometimes, but he, I taught him uh, quite some things a few years ago and he's, uh, he's really using his brain and trying to figure out stuff on his own, uh, which is always good. So I think these are, these are some of, of the names you can look out for where you find people that like science, that like looking at this stuff. And if you really are interested in science, the people I would tell you to look at are Eric Helms, George Knuckles. Uh, Eric Trexler and um, Mike Isratel. And these are uh, outside I, of calisthenics. These are outside of calisthenics, uh, but there you really find good information. The especially the Stronger by Science podcast. If you are interested in just getting to know the world of sports, um, this will help you out a lot. So these are the these are the, the sources where I got a lot of my information from when I started looking into it and I just applied it to calisthenics and this I think this is a wrap we are gonna end the, this uh, episode and I don't know about you but I think uh, we got the most out of it and we got to the point uh, even though it was a long uh, subject that we could talk about even more but I think we got the things that we need for those who are listening. And always build your own picture about everybody. Don't, yeah. don't only listen to us. Uh, we haven't yeah. mentioned or dropped names about who or not, or maybe like your opinions who are good now in the end. Yeah. Uh, but overall you need to like, like always, build your own opinion, your own thoughts about somebody and see if that person fits you as a pers person as well. It's also that when you coach, not not, a, not all coaches will work for all the people. That's also the thing. Uh, but man, I, I'm happy that you, you got here and we did this episode. Yeah, I'm super happy too. I finally got it out. And uh, yeah, I hope that you guys don't hate me right now. And if if there's one thing you, you should like take from this episode, even if you hate me, just practice crit critical thinking because it will help you in all places and uh yeah use your brain man <laughs> okay thank you so much thank you so much for having me uh it was a pleasure and hope to see you another time soon so guys this was the episode of today and if you want to follow dennis piccolo as I got to know, it's like small in Italian. Go to his Instagram, go to YouTube, search for Stenix. You'll find a lot of good content and information. I'm following them. I haven't listened to the podcast because I'm really bad at listening at podcasts overall. But anyways, go follow them. And if you enjoyed this episode, hit that like button. And I will see you in the next video.